Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on snakes. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. One good way to stay out of the hospital is to not get snake bit. Is that right, McKay Tautu? That would be smart. That yes. is right, Garth. In this segment, I want to cover the medical options for what happens after you've been bit. You mentioned your dad got a drive-by by a rattler near a lake. Mm-hmm. You mentioned in one of the previous segments that you were floating down a river called the Snake River, and you uh, <laughs> had a very unpleasant and close encounter with a water moccasin. That was awesome. And you lived to tell about it when somebody moved the branch for you that you didn't see. Yeah. So the medical issues. Uh, number one on every list that I can come up with is to stay calm. For example, your dad, when he got the dry bite at the lake. Which he, he didn't know was a dry bite. He thought he might yeah, die. Yeah, he, he didn't know. <laughs> you don't know. So he did the yeah. right thing. I mean, the wrong thing would have been, dang, that was annoying, and just kept going. Yeah, no, he knew he had to get help. Yeah. While I was doing a home inspection, I had a guy, as he was prepping for the home inspection, he was out working in the yard, and he was moving some wood, and he got bit by a black widow right mm. before the inspection. Oh, wow. And he told me about it while I was there. And I said, yeah, you probably ought to go to the hospital about that. And he says, I got work to do. I'll do that later. And he almost lost his leg. Yeah, that's scary. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, the same sort of thing applies. You want to stay calm, but perhaps not that calm. And really, there's nothing macho about, you know, dying unneedlessly, right? (laughs) That's a true statement. Okay. We should I put remember, it in vinyl and put it on, you know, somewhere. Yeah, I remember back in ancient history. I was You remember a, ancient history? Ancient, ancient histories, yes. <laughs> we would push the dinosaurs out of the way, and then I would go to my scout classes, my Boy Scout classes. Uh-huh. And what they told us is if you get a snake bite, make sure you cut an X in the wound and suck it out. Yeah. Not a good idea. Or I think you suck it out or cut an X in the wound and bleed it out. So what you do is you don't cut it and you don't suction the wound because what that does is that just introduces all kinds of opportunity for infection. Right. So you wash it so you get the dirt off. And you could cut a major artery. Yeah. There's all kinds of nasty things you do to yourself if you're cutting it. Shoot, you know, you do a big enough cut, you're going to bleed out. But you still do tourniquet, I believe. This doesn't show that. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's all about just get the... So it does mention that, for example, wherever you are bit, you want to have that below the heart Mm -hmm. so that it does reduce the extent of the damage. Mm -hmm. And that actually goes against what I would originally think, which is that if you can get that poison dispersed, then it's going to be less damage to that area. But that turns out not to be the case. You know, back when I used to work in the environmental engineering business, they said dilution is not the solution to pollution. That was a cute phrase. But in this case, dilution of the poison still is not a solution to the bite. Right. You want to remain calm. One of the three women listed on Wikipedia who died from a snake bite, she was up in the mountains. She got bit going back for something at the campfire, and then she hiked back to her group. The act of hiking back kept enough blood flow in there that that did get to the heart or the brain or whatever it was that killed her, where if she would have remained calm and found another solution, she may have survived. Mm. 
So you don't cut and suction the wound. Yeah, it doesn't say that a tourniquet's necessary. Like, for example, the guy that got bit by the Black Widow, you know, he was all over the house still doing little odds and ends. You just don't want to do that with a rattlesnake bite. So what would you do, Garth? Because, I mean, obviously, if I'm at my house and I get bit or I'm jogging and I get bit, I'm going to stay calm and call somebody because my phone is working and I'll get the antivenom. But what would you do if you're seriously camping somewhere, you're far away, you can't get medical treatment, what do you do? Well, Dr. Garth? you've got some choices. Yeah. Are you going to put a uh, an MD after my name? I know. Here we go. <laughs> I the am not a medic. doctor. I only pretend to be one when somebody puts a microphone in front of my mouth. So uh, in this scenario, are we alone? Um, yes. Okay. So if we're alone, you know, you can't just sit down. Obviously, if you have somebody there, you can just they sit can down. Help, they right. can take care of you. They can go get help. They can put you in the truck. You know, they can drive you. You know, we've got that covered. Mm -hmm. So if you're alone, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, if you just sit down and wait for nothing, then you're dead. You're going to starve to death if nothing else. So the, <laughs> if you sit there long enough, I think you're right, Garth. <laughs> no. So I think just breathing deep, remaining calm like you said you have to really do mind over matter right and just be extremely motivated in getting back to where you can receive um, help and stay yeah calm. and let's change that scenario just a little bit let's say you're alone you're running did you bring your cell phone well if you're in the mountains your cell phone's not working okay you're alone you're in the mountains you're in the mountains alone the cougar's gonna eat you that's true you shouldn't be you shouldn't do that <laughs> Okay, if you're in the mountains alone, you get bit by a snake, you probably will die because you made a yeah. stupid choice in the first place. <laughs> Grab a shovel and dig a hole. <laughs> Write yeah. a note to your loved ones. Make sure you carve it all out of a tree. Okay, we're horrible people. <laughs> I've been sorry, a horrible everybody. person for a very long I'm time. sorry. No, it is very serious, and it's probably not a fair question because obviously you just have to do your best and hope for the best and pray. Okay, there it is. The answer to all of this is... <laughs> Get on your knees and pray, and I'm not kidding. That, I'm sure if you ask for help from the other side. Okay. I feel better now. Especially Thank you. if you're you. Now, other things you can do. <laughs> Wound care. Wash the bite with soap and water. Do not suck it. Don't cut it. Oh, it actually says no tourniquet. No tourniquet. No tourniquet. No ice. Don't immerse in the water because, again, that uh, the water is probably not clean. You know, if I would have totally iced it and put it in water. Yeah. Don't put it in the stream bed because you've got all the bacteria associated mm -hmm. with the stream bed that are going to be adding to the problems you have at the bite site. And then no alcohol or caffeine. Dang. Yeah. That just takes away all the fun of getting bit. And then now we're referring to Monopoly. Go directly to the doctor. Do not do anything else. Don't finish up your tasks. Directly to jail. Don't clean up the campsite. Do not pass go. Go to the doctor. Okay. Don't dawdle. And don't, don't bother. You know, a, a lot of those guys, like I mentioned, a lot of the guys that died, the reason why it's guys who died is because they don't bother. So don't, don't bother. Is that a good phrase? I like it. I like that phrase. And finally, you know, there's some PPE, personal protective equipment that you can use. But, you know, I'm thinking this is not likely to be happening in, if you're in a lab and you're handling a snake, yeah, you need some PPE. If you're out in the wilderness, you're not going to be wearing bite-proof boots. You're not going to be wearing, you know, those sorts of things. But PPE for snakes, it would be the boots and the gloves. Your best personal protective equipment is brains. <laughs> <laughs> For most of us. 
you know, the snake expert that we talked to, he actually took a guy with him, a younger kid, and they were out looking for snakes and they were, they were not finding any. So they sat down after, you know, about six hours and he was just resting. And the guy looks at him and he says, um, did you know that there's a rattler? It was about 18 inches away from his hand. Oh my goodness. And so he looks over, and sure enough, there's this little rattlesnake sitting there. He says it was a female. I don't know how you tell, but he knew. You know, of course, they are guys. They were dumb enough to handle it and stretch it out and, you know, dangle it and all those sorts of things. I don't know how you can even do that. The snakes that I've met, they would not even allow that for one second. Yeah, and they said that this particular rattlesnake was, uh, I'm going to use the word docile, but it was calm. And it really didn't get annoyed with them until they left. And then it curled up and started rattling at them. So They left her out. <laughs> she was offended. Yeah, maybe she was offended. Maybe she enjoyed the attention. Who knows? That um, is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And this is why I go back to the most important tool you have is your brains. And, you know, you just don't want to be throwing rocks at them and poking them with sticks and these sorts of things. So did she bite anyone or she, they she, just walked no, away? No, they just walked away. Everybody was good. And snake went back to being a snake <laughs> and they went back to being snake enthusiasts. She's like, I told you to get out of here right now. <laughs> I love that Southern accent. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, more information, homemedicusa.com. If you've been following us in the order that we recorded these, you're well on your way to becoming master of your mansion for snakes. Maybe we're even turning you, the listener, and perhaps you, McKay, into being a snake enthusiast. Okay. Yeah? You're, nope. Uh, no? <laughs> no, I honestly do. I have an appreciation for all of God's creatures. I just don't want to ever see them in person. <laughs> Appreciate them as long as they're out of sight. That's right. We're going to talk about how to keep them out of sight in the next segment. Perfect. And That's uh, my kind of segment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wrap this one up with that favorite phrase of ours, be yourself. Only McKay gets to have snakes that she doesn't see. This is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Oh, we get to talk about emotions today, Julie. Woohoo! This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite essential oils, and it is our specific blend called Cheer. Oh, I love Cheer. It is so amazing. It promotes feelings of optimism and cheerfulness and happiness. Who does not want to feel that way? I think you live on Cheer. Oh, my gosh. All I know is if you're going to do any of the projects for Home Medic, you should probably be using Cheer. <laughs> If you'd like to know more, go ahead and contact us at naturalsolutions at homeeticworld.com.